Yo, so what's up, what's up guys? I wanted to go ahead and make this particular episode for you guys, for those who consistently tune into my fucking podcast, um, particularly about biohacking and social networking, like why are the two intricately linked and why you should do it, right? So this actually stems from one of the problems I've been having with one of my students for the past three and a half weeks. Even some of the problems that I went through myself, I literally started to notice that um, two of the students that I was working with, even myself, um, this whole process of us working together has been one of the most stressful and painful processes that we all have actually went through as a unit. Um, and, and one of the things I've been super, super aware of is like, you know, whenever you start coming into somebody's life, you're effectively changing a lot of their habits. So because of that reason, you're going to kind of like cause a lot of friction. You're going to rub up, rub up against each other. There's going to be things he doesn't like, you don't like, because you're the teacher, you're expecting him to fucking change. And he's the student and he's like, his brain, his brain is going, I don't want to fucking change. Fuck that shit. I don't like this. And so he's getting a really bad cortisol response. The stress is going up like crazy. And then they've got to remember, they've got like regular nine to fives, you know, so a lot of guys end up getting into this, you know, they're a regular nine to fiver and they want this lifestyle and they're kind of realizing that, okay, I'm going to have to do something radically different in order to be able to live the type of ideal dream life that I want, where like I've got aggressive abundance, I've got aggressive pre-selection that I want, I've got the friends that I want, the social networking context that I want. And in order for that to happen, you have to be going out quite a lot to be able to do that because you need to be triggering familiarity within the Fickle 500 that you were trying to network with. One of the biggest problems, though, that I end up seeing is that it's burnout. And guys get into this and they burn out quite quick. Like, because what happens is, especially as like type A entrepreneur types and a lot of like, you know, males, we tend to go super, super hard. We don't think about doing things in moderation. We tend to go really hard. Um, we go so hard in fact that we burn our candlesticks literally at both ends. We end up tired, then they end up getting sickly, then they end up, you know, frustrated and stressed out. When all these things could have easily been avoided by just effectively pacing themselves and giving themselves the proper time to be able to learn the skills and the things they need to learn. So, you know, the biohacking part that's really important to me, at least from what I've noticed, because this is the conversation I was having with a student of mine, was I was like, look, man, you know, you've complained for about three days that you're exhausted. And you still keep coming out. And he's like, well, I'm coming out because it's really fun. And I'm like, okay, look, I totally get that you're coming out because it's fun. Um, I appreciate that. Like, I appreciate the consistency. But we need to be strategic and realistic about the things that you're going to directly be able to achieve and things you're not going to be able to achieve based on the situations you're currently in. I'm like, you work nine to five. Every single day you have to be up and at the office at about seven to eight a.m. every single day. Number two, you're not sleeping that much. Number three, your 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 food intake, the things you eat actually aren't good for you. Number four, you are taking smart drugs on top of that. So not only are you not working out, you're you're not sleeping. You're not eating even properly, and then you've got a job that's a lot of extra amounts of stress, and then you told me that you end up developing fucking psoriasis from the fact of aggressive stress that you put yourself through in college lets me know that you already are a highly anxious type of person, which means you are prone to all of the factors of things going wrong in your life. I'm like, how about we go ahead and do this? I'm like, we need to make some changes in your life, most definitely. I said, first off, we're cutting off your going out time. We're cutting it off to where you can go out till 12.30. At 12.30 is your cutoff time, you fucking go home, you get your sleep, you get your sleep, and you wake up fresh the next day. Number two, you start tracking your fucking sleep. The reason I was like having him track his sleep is because the thing that I literally noticed is that because he was not tracking his sleep, he was saying, I'm sleeping about four to five hours and I gotta be up at this time. I'm like, well, you need to track your sleep and just get, you know, use an app from your iPhone and it'll wake you up at the top of your REM cycle. It tracks your sleep and it'll see whether you're meandering. Alerts from reminders. Sleep, how much time you stay Text in out. REM sleep, how much time you stay 
and um, uh, and, and just sleep where you're just meandering, where you're not really getting the, the, the detox benefits and the repair benefits of sleep. Um, how much time are you spending in lucid dreaming? And this app will specifically check your motion and see how many times specifically you're woken up. So then it tells you how much of a sleep deficit you were in. So then you can sit there and say, hey, you know what? There's a quantitative metric here. My sleep is actually inefficient. What can I do differently today that's going to directly affect my sleep tomorrow and the next four days afterwards? Because if I because sleep is one of the primary things in terms of being able to hack. And because you're not sleeping a lot, you're effectively walking through the world in a drone zone, just kind of basically drunk. One of the next things, I'm like, you need to go ahead and look at your diet. You're eating a lot of carbs and sugar. Not only that, I don't know where the sources of food you're getting it from. You make enough money to be able to go buy yourself really solid quality food. I'm like, you need to start enjoying quality food. You need to have food that came from animals that were happy, that were, were slain in a humane manner. You need to make sure that you are cutting out carbs and sugar. I said, because you've even said it yourself. You're noticing as you get older, you're getting more sluggish, you're getting tired, and you're not. And it's harder for you to maintain focus. And you're studying um, an options trading course as well as studying social networking. I think and you really need to be focusing on making sure that the foods you eat actually helps you with that process of learning, right? Because 90% of everything that we do is learning. And then on top of that, you're also trying to change your habits, which means you need to have the most fuel-efficient source of being able to do that because willpower is literally it's hard to maintain willpower specifically at the end of a day of working and 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 stress um which means the other thing is i'm like we need to call it to cause your get your autonomic stress response down you need to start meditating you need to start doing type of functional movement to where your brain and your body can be intricately fucking in sync the next thing that's going to be of utmost importance for you is the smart drugs that you are taking that's fine but make sure you start make sure you have plenty of hydration and make sure that you that you're taking the the nutrients necessary to help the smart drugs work effectively and they don't end up draining or taxing the body because if the body gets taxed and it gets drained what you're going to literally notice is the fact that your performance will start to slow down after a period of time which means that you're going to your body needs certain vitamins and nutrients to be able to sustain that level of high performance it's kind of like going to the gym you're going to be to go really really hard for the first 20 30 40 minutes and then after that you're going to experience a bit of like a spike where you kind of crash and it's simply because of the fact that you you've, you've ran out of energy reserves so now you've got your body's got to find a backup source of energy trying to push yourself like that is like pushing yourself when your tank is fucking on e it doesn't make any sense the car can only go so fast eventually it's just going to stop you're going to need to go get more fuel to be able to keep going you ever think about your body this way if you think about your body specifically in this way and understand that your body is a system and it interacts with the systems and the environment that is around it you will see why it is absolutely so important why you have to biohack for social networking now one of the other reasons that I say biohacking is really important is because of the fact that when you were learning a difficult skill, one of the primary things that's really important is to be able to focus. I was reading this book by Cal Newport and it was talking about that the skill that's going to be most effective in the 21st century in the ongoing years is going to be the ability to focus deeply on specific things and start and to be able to complete the things that you finish. Because right now, with the world of social media, you're getting a lot of notifications, pings, bells, and things from from your phone, and it's actually not good for you. It's causing you to become like a like like a junkie waiting for a heroin hit because you're always responding, and you develop a, a fear of not responding because of the fact that you're the anticipation of a chemical, a happy chemical response. So you effectively are like a fucking junkie, just always being distracted all the time, so you can't focus on one thing to complete a thought or complete even a task. So. What was in, but what I found was was really important was the the brain has three processes when you're specifically trying to change neuroplasticity, synaptogenesis, and myelinogenesis. Neuroplasticity is the effect is the, the the idea that your brain can literally change. Your brain can change in different hemispheres of the brain can change depending on the type of practice and actions that you're doing. That's really important. Well, what supports 
uh, what supports the brain to be able to change? Having adequate fuel, so that way you have the willpower to be disciplined to do the thing that you don't want to do, to do the harsh things emotionally that you need to do. Because if you're able to cause your body to cause your autonomic stress response to be able to go down, which takes energy to be able to do so, then what do you think is going to be able to happen? You're going to be able to effectively what? Cause yourself to be able to be calm in very stressful situations. They did a study with athletes that were suffering from PTSD and they gave them an EEG. And this was specifically to be able to help them to deal with post-traumatic stress disorder because the stress of seeing someone being murdered, there was no coming back from that. Well, if your body, if you're a highly stressful person because maybe you're a sympathetic dominant in terms of the, the way that you, you're just a highly fearful person because of the way that you were raised, you have more stress than the average person. Stress especially if it's not you stress, starts to deteriorate the body, deteriorate brain function, and deteriorate and deteriorate just function overall. You start to get sick. Um, you tend to be a lot less happy. So you have to train the areas of the brain to be able to be happy. To be able to do you have to have the fuel on hand to, to, for that to happen. The next thing is my, uh, synaptogenesis. Synaptogenesis is the idea that whenever you think about things, new synapses are created for the things that you were thinking about. So this is they, they did a study with Dennis, with Dennis Waitley in the 1980s, which is called visual motor rehearsal. And it was this idea that they showed Olympic athletes having the same neurological activity lighting up in their brain when they were imagining them running their 100-meter their, their dash as if they actually were doing it. So the brain can't tell whether you were doing something as a practice or whether you were really doing it. When you think about something, synapses are created. When you think about being happy, when you think about being grateful, when you think about being successful, your body now, the muscle starts to get worked out in your brain the same way that your muscles does when you go to the gym and you work your biceps, triceps, and chest. So the next thing that's really important is myelinogenesis. Now, myelinogenesis is the, is the idea that whenever you practice a skill set, you start creating more myelin. The other way to create more myelin is to have a high-fat diet. They showed in, in, in MRI scans that specifically myelinated nerves conduct electricity 10,000 10, times faster than unmyelinated nerves. So myelin is like the rubber coating around the copper wire that would be in you know, your phone or your electronics. Well, imagine it's to the brain. So the synapses and the neurons that, that pass, electri that pass electri electrical currents which is basically just information going from synapse to synapse, you have to have myelin around that because if that thing is exposed, think about it for a minute. How effective, everyone knows that electricity has to have, like, like, like coils have to have like insulators around it to effectively like to, to, to transfer information. That's why like when you cool, like when, when something's heated up and, and agitated or excited, um, at least in the brain, it slows down the ability to, for, for information to be passed from neuron to neuron. But when you like uh, like a superconductor, when it makes something super cool, electricity is able to, to literally be conducted way faster because of the fact that it's cool and it's insulated. So it's the same thing for your brain. Well, myelin is created by two ways. When you practice the skill set, when you practice something, you take action towards something. The next way is having a high-fat diet. Having high, clean sources of fat that do not cause inflammation in the brain is one of the easiest ways of being able to, um, to have more myelin directly in the brain. And if you think about it, if you're trying to develop new habits, right? That means you need new synapses to be able to occur. You have to be thinking about a lot more about success. You have to be thinking about a lot more about what you're doing, right? Well, if you're putting myelin around those uh, around around those thoughts and around the, the actions that you are taking, which helps you conduct electricity three times three thousand times more faster, do you think it's going to be easier or harder for you to learn something and to maintain it and have the learning to fucking stick? Well, this should be fucking obvious. Do the things that are going to help the myelin to fucking stick. The next part is taking smart drugs. I always recommend people taking smart drugs. Why? Because when you upgrade your head and your brain is working in sync, the brain is the control center for the body. 
So you've got three brains. You've got the brain that's actually the one that's you know the thing that's, that's that's space between your ears. You've got the heart that's got an emotional center and it's got a brain in and of itself. And then you've got the gut that has a brain in and of its own. And all three have to be working literally in conjunction to effectively be able to perform at your best. Now let's apply this to game. Game is a very, very hard skill set to master. It's a very hard skill set to drive results in because it requires a lot of social intelligence. It means you've got to pay a lot of intimate attention to people, micro expressions, social nuances, social norms, figuring out what to break, what not to break, who, what social circles to enter into, which ones to, to not enter into, who's the GM. And there's all these things that are going on that can effectively cause you to be stressed. You have to learn to be able to be calm, centered, calculative, cold, and focused in those situations to be able to drive your specific result that you are achieving. Then you still have to be creative with all the problem solving that you have to go through in those situations. Having a highly optimized diet, taking smart drugs are going to be the things that are going to be able to help you. Know what the smart drugs? I always tell people, just uh, read Aubrey de Grey's book or or Steve Folk's book. Uh, I think yeah, Aubrey de Grey and Steve Folk's, uh, there's a book called Smart Drugs and Smart Drugs and Nutrients. Or Smart Drugs and Nutrients too. That's a great book just to go ahead and get you started. There's a site called Blink RX that you can literally go and start ordering smart drugs from there. You also got Modafinil Cat and Afinil Express, which is also a great place to start with smart drugs. And the thing that I always recommend is start with a sample kit, specifically start with a micro dosage, specifically see how that micro dosage does for you. How does it affect you? How do you feel? Take notes on it. You know, get the bulletproof stress detector to specifically see if you take this thing, how it's affecting you. Are you noticing yourself get cognitively faster or slower? Are you noticing performance increase or decrease? If you can see those things, then you look for correlative patterns over time and you're going to be able to specifically see, hey, I see that I'm improving here. I see that I'm getting better. I see that I'm moving the needle forward. I'm not moving the needle backwards. And if you are doing that, then you know that you are moving towards the ideal results that you want, which is a state of peak performance because the state of peak performance is going to be able to help and bleed over into every other area of life. It's one of the things that I was reading in the power of habit that when you develop keystone habits, that keystone habit actually starts to spill over into other areas of your life just from working on one small thing. So small chunk of knowledge, whatever you're trying to work on, whatever you're trying to do, just start small. Don't try to start super big because then if you start really big, you're going to feel like you can't do it. And it's going to move you to a place of inaction because your, your cortisol response is going to, to, to prime up. Instead, Small chunk it. Start small. Just move. Stay, take little steps specifically in that direction because as you take those little steps, you're going to get closer to the goal. And that's always what this is about is, is day by day just improving just 1% because 1% every single day is 365 days. That means in one year you would have improved 365%. And we tend to also forget that once a habit is developed, you got the compound interest principle that's kicking in or what we call Pareto's principle, which is the 80-20 rule. 20% of focused effort gives you 80% of the upside. All of the results you're seeing come from 20% of things that you were doing, which is the small, nuanced, insignificant things that you were doing that you were doing right and doing well give you all the 80% of the upside that you can possibly look for. So let's go ahead and recap this. Upgrade the head with smart drugs, meditation to calm down the autonomic response, nervous response, yoga and functional movement, right? These are things that are going to be able to help you because most people need to really learn to breathe. Number two, your food and your nutrition. Stop eating things that are causing inflammation in the body. Stop causing eating things that are going to be toxic to the body. So don't eat things that were slaughtered in an inhumane way. Don't eat things that you might be allergic to. This is why I recommend getting a $40 blood test to see specifically what nutrients you were deficient on and specifically to see what foods you were allergic to and that you should or shouldn't eat specifically based on your genome. Three, test, you know. You need to start eliminating foods to see what's going to cause inflammation markers to, to, to fly up for you and which ones don't. 
which ones help you perform better and which ones don't. You need to specifically figure out those foods for you. I tend to tell people like go keto, but the thing is that people's bodies are so different that I don't even feel comfortable saying that anymore. I feel like you have to test specifically for yourself and whatever your blood type is, is what realistically the diet should be for you. The last thing is, um, uh, make sure you are hacking your sleep. Hack your sleep and track your sleep. Those are the, the biggest things I can help you with in terms of a hack. Find experts that really know what they're doing that are going to be able to give you a lot of advice. A friend of mine runs an anti-aging firm, so I consult him when it comes to health and health matters because he knows a lot of what he's doing, and I try to just listen instinctively and very closely to what he's telling me because why? He knows a lot more about what he's doing than I do. He's been, you know, he's been running his firm since, since the age of 15 or since the age of 13. He's been studying it. So he's got a lot of proficiency and he's paid his 10,000 hours to where I trust him with my help and the things that I'm going to do because I know he's got a proficiency and a skill set specifically in the space. So I'm going to end on that note. I hope that was valuable. I hope that was specifically useful for you. Um, I really don't, uh, I'm just really just wanted to talk about just biohacking of the ways specifically that you can use it to be able to increase your performance when it comes to you going out or whatever else you were trying to do. So uh, let me know what you guys think in the comments section. You guys know where to follow me on all my social media platforms at Conto for all my, you know, my LinkedIn, my Anchor, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, YouTube, um, you know, Spotify podcast. Hope you guys found that useful. Hope that was super helpful. Use this shit and sort your life. So as always, guys, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Love, peace, and chicken grease. Live long and fucking prosper.